0: Hey, welcome to Wednesday's in the Word. I'm Dr. Stan, and just so delighted to be able to share with you some thoughts from the Word of God. I've been focusing our attention on the Kingdom of God, so I kind of titled this, That's the Kingdom. We've looked at righteousness, and today I want to focus on peace. Uh, But I want to reference a passage of Scripture in Ephesians chapter 2, and I might as well just for context's sake... I'm going to read a few verses here. I hope you'll hang in here with me. Uh, in verse, starts with verse 4. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ by grace you've been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, in order that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them therefore remember that formerly you the gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision which is performed in the flesh by human hands remember that you were at that time separated from christ excluded from the commonwealth of israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. You know, one of the things that you need to remember when we're talking about the kingdom of God is that the kingdom is truly, it's a spiritual kingdom, but it's a kingdom that is manifested in the earth. That's why we pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's not a a religious prayer or a ritual prayer. It's a powerful prayer, but it's a prayer of agreement with God and the God of heaven that says, What we have here in heaven, I want you to have here on earth, and I have raised up sons of God, that's you and I, who are born again, filled with God's spirit. He's raised us up to proclaim this message to the nations of the world until every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now that's really, the message of the kingdom is not about our denomination, it's not about our local church, it's not about our individual ministry, it's about the message that says God is king and Jesus Christ is enthroned as our king. And I love this passage of scripture because it says that we're seated with him in the heavenlies in Christ, we've been saved by his grace and we have received his peace We talked last time a bit about righteousness, and frankly, you'll never really have peace if you're not right. Well, you know, if you're not right in the head, if you're not right in general. But if you're not right with God, if you're living in known, unconfessed, unrepented of sin... Well, you're not going to be very comfortable in your own skin, that's for certain. If you're not in right relationship with your spouse or with your parents or with your children, I mean, it creates a certain amount of anxiety, which is the opposite of peace. You know, I mean, if you're not right (laughs) with the world around you in that sense, you're not going to experience God's peace. But, you know... The way that you really can experience the peace of God is by recognizing your position, which is in Christ. It's Christ in you, and you are in Christ. Christ in you is the hope of glory, but it's also the place of peace. You know, Jesus uh, often said, you know, my peace be with you, peace be still. I mean, why did he speak so much about peace? Because there was so much chaos. And my goodness, I mean... Have you noticed uh, of recent times that maybe we've had a bit of chaos, a bit of life circumstances that have been be- much beyond our control that has caused a great deal of anxiety, of angst, if you will, for the people of God? Now, I think it's caused so much anxiety, not so much because of the events themselves, a pandemic and an election and all that goes in it, but because of our response to it. And I think our response comes because we're functioning as aliens in the world, not functioning as the children of God. You see, the children of God, of which we are, of course, they recognize that no matter what happens in the political realm, although it's important and we should vote and all of that, whatever happens, whoever is voted in or voted out or voted around or voted over, it doesn't really make a whole lot of difference. It makes a difference, but it doesn't make a difference from a kingdom perspective in that Jesus is still King and Lord. And if we recognize from our, not 3,000 or 30,000 foot vantage point, but from our heavenly vantage point, and we look at the earth and we realize that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof when we when we look at the world around us from God's perspective when we really do put on the mind of Christ we begin to see things differently and we literally in the midst of chaos can still be at peace i'm not saying that's easy it's not it's simple It's a simple truth from God's word. We've been born again. We've been brought into the family of God. God is good, God is great. And we don't just thank him for our food, but we thank him for everything. And of course, in the midst of this Thanksgiving season, we should take time to give him thanks for all his many blessings. But we being seated in the heavenlies, we are far above principalities and powers and workers of darkness. We're in that place of true peace. You know, peace is defined as simply calm or, if you will, tranquility. Not ching-ching, you know, meditative tranquility, but literally in the midst of wherever you're at, I'm settled, I'm okay, I know that God's got this. God's got this. And you can fill in the blank whatever the this is, but God's got it, God's with you. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. Now, again, we all know this. But peace is something that we, I mean, we have to recognize is provided to us by the Prince of Peace. I mean, we know that that's who Jesus is. He is the Prince of Peace. Talks about that in Isaiah 9, 6. We we recognize that, again, we have peace because of our position in Christ. We're seated in the heavenlies. Again, that doesn't mean we're not functioning in the world, but we're functioning as God-men and God-women. We're the God people. We're the one new man in the earth. We're filled with God's spirit. We have his kingdom and his kingdom message. And we know that the worst day of our life may happen when we die, but it's the very best day of our eternity because we go to be with the Lord. So what are we worried about? I know I worry about stuff too, but we try not to worry. And you won't worry nearly as much if you'll spend a bit more time remembering where we're seated. We know we have peace through position, but we also have His peace because we've been pardoned. Isaiah, you know, fifty-three, fifty-five. I mean, we have experienced the forgiveness of sins. And I don't know about you, but when I think about sin and what sin's about, and I think about a holy and righteous God, and I realize how far I am from being like Him, I am so grateful for His mercy and His grace. We've been forgiven translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his own dear son. And when you recognize that, when you remember that, when you think about that or dwell upon that for a moment, it will give you, I mean, it'll give you exhilarated feelings, but especially you'll experience his peace. Our peace comes because it's part of our possession. It's what Christ has given us. Colossians 1.20 speaks about that peace. Now again, sometimes peace is something that we have to possess. We have to possess the possessions that God has given us. Obadiah 17 is a great verse for that. You know, Sometimes we can live in households where we have a cantankerous you know, parent or spouse and it's difficult to experience the peace of God. But it's not impossible because the Prince of Peace by Holy Spirit lives in us. But you know, as much as it lies within you, live at peace amongst all men is really a great thing to say. But sometimes the best way to be at peace with somebody is to be as far away from the pieces they make. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes you just got to stay away from some folks. To possess your peace means sometimes you got to set healthy boundaries. And, you know, it's hard to be at peace when you're hungry, when you're angry, when you're frustrated, when you're alone. You know, So it's taking care of your own personal needs and stuff with the Lord and, and all is really important. But sometimes you have to work hard to possess your peace. Now, if you're living right, it's much easier to possess your peace. But sometimes we have to possess the possession that God has given us. And then really, ultimately, I think peace comes as we spend a lot of time in the Lord's presence. Uh, You know, I love uh, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, I guess maybe that was easy for David to say. He was already king, and so he had everything. But But he was writing this from a shepherd's perspective, who didn't have a whole lot. Had his staff, and maybe had enough food for the day, and had his sheep. Had lots of responsibility, but the Lord is my shepherd. He's the one that watches over me. Uh, but I love the phrase where he says, I, I prepare a table before you in the presence of my enemies. I love that. I mean, the picture that's provided there is this huge banqueting table. I, I, I really kind of, you know, kind of like the picture of a Thanksgiving table. And, you know, only those that are part of the family are invited to come and sit at the table or whoever we choose to invite, family, friends, whatever. But as we're sitting at the table, we there may be enemies of all different kinds. And here David is talking about real enemies, but I think, you know, the spiritual enemies of our soul and the the whether it's media or or however it's expressed or expressed through, I mean the the attacks that come against our mind through advertising and politics, etc. I mean, you know, when you're sitting at the table and all the food is spread out there, and, oh, I'm thinking about Thanksgiving right now, glory to God. You know, when all that stuff is spread out in front of you, the enemy can be yelling and screaming and cussing and howling, but it doesn't matter because they're not invited to the table. Only you and I, as God's children, have been invited to the banqueting table of the Lord. And really, every day, all day, 24-7, we're talking about a true buffet, we are seated in the heavenlies at the banqueting table of the Lord. And though the enemy may scream, the enemy may yell, the enemy may try and rob and steal and destroy, he may be truly like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, guess what, he still ain't invited to the table. And so, what do we have to worry about? what really do we have to worry about and so Jesus preached a lot Paul preached a lot about peace and the fact is that Jesus has provided for us peace in the midst of troubled times and so this Thanksgiving I'm hoping that you'll take time to remember the peace of God now again if you're not in right relationship with God you're not right relationship with your family this is a great time to fix things that's for certain but even in the midst of that, enjoy the peace of God. Remember as you're having your meal this Thursday, that's tomorrow, that just remember that at that moment, remember it's only the family. It's a place of peace. Love each other, bless each other, enjoy the time together because you are living with the Prince of Peace here on earth as It is in heaven. Hey, if you want to, you know, check out more about uh, our teaching ministry and all, you can go to uh, drstandycoven.org, booksbyvision.org, vision.edu. If you want to study for a certificate diploma degree, it would be an honor to help you. May God bless you until next Wednesday.